welcome to listeners from across the universe. You are listening to Across the Universe, the Chicks with Accents podcast. Namaste, my name is Nick and I will be your host for this episode. With me, as always, are my fellow Chicks with Accents. They are Geto from Estonia, who blogs at Metal Trail. Hi, Geto. And Sofia from Portugal, who blogs at Returning Videotapes. Hi, Sofia. Hola. Um, how are you guys doing? Excellent. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys are dying. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I, dying. I, I, we're not dying, but uh, Getter and I both received our first vaccines today, so we might not be like very energetic. Hyper. Yeah. Yeah. In this episode, so I just wanted to get that as a disclaimer out of the way. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, but I, I just want to say I'm not feeling bad. It's just, I think it's like a combination of hot weather, uh, just having work and then having the vaccine. And it's just all kind of coming in together in one day. But it's fine. Get vaccinated, people. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm tired, but like, let's keep going. I'm fine right now. I'm just tired. Um, okay, so in today's episode, we are looking into Disney's 2021 release, Cruella. But first, we will talk about our interesting movies slash TV shows of the fortnight. So do come back right after this trailer from a fellow Lamp Podcasting Network show. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. MovieMavericks.com, broadcasting current box office breakdowns, movie news, and reviews. Now for your hosts, Jason and Trevor. Hey now, even though we're over 200 episodes deep into the Movie Mavericks podcast, it's still not too late to start listening. Where every show we give you 10 truths, 20 lies, and a bunch of Hollywood secrets. It's like existentialism slipping into nihilism. MovieMavericks.com Interesting movie slash TV show of the fortnight is our regular feature in which we talk about anything that we've watched since our last episode that we found interesting for good reasons or bad. Um, I'll go first. Uh, so I was almost definitely going to talk about The Wedding Singer, which I finally watched. And I liked it a lot. And it's very cute and everyone should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw the Bo Burnham netflix special mm-hmm. stand-up the special is called inside by the way I completely forgot to mention that it's not i mean can't really call it stand-up because he's literally performing it alone in his room uh, or like in a room in his house um without any audience and you know it's very it's it feels almost like a performance piece um at the beginning only he it says that it's been written shot edited and directed by him and he has directed a film he directed eighth grade a few years ago um so like quite instantly i was taken with like how cinematic it looked mm-hmm. um so i don't know how to call it like i don't think of it as a stand-up special i feel like it's almost like a it's like movie adjacent um it's it's basically about like a year that he's lived 
but he says that he lived alone for a year i don't know what that like what that if that's fully true or not but like he basically just like shot wrote and shot and edited this special alone um in a year in this one room and it's like a rumination of what it feels like to be at the end of your 20s during this pandemic um mm-hmm. and um and what like what what place does comedy have in a world like this like that's like so bo burnham if you know if you watched any of his stuff like he like does a lot of his humor is like in in the form of like funny songs um mm-hmm. so you know there are like a lot of songs in this so he has like different numbers for like each and every sort of topic that he tackles in this the overall theme of it is the like living in a pandemic and basically being a comedian during a pandemic and uh it's but at the same time like he has like a lot of like things to say about like a day and age like it's not just uh not just all the loneliness or whatever you know not just the negative stuff but like he tackles a lot of stuff like on social about social media there's one of the songs that he sings is called is it a white woman's instagram in which he basically like lists down like the kind of things that you see in a white woman's instagram <laughs> and there's a song which is like called facetime with my mom which is like the <laughs> annoyance of facetiming and then there's this really great one in which like he's reacting to a video of his but then then the reaction like it goes in a loop so he starts reacting to to himself reacting to that video to react again and it just it goes like many times mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. you know it's absurd it's very smart um it's very like it's quite, it gets quite dark uh, especially towards the end but it's still mm-hmm. very funny um and he's obviously he's very like so he's very smart he's very socially conscious there's like a good like few digs at like capitalism and this and that over there uh there is like for me personally uh i don't know like that's like the thing with this uh special is i don't know how much of it is real like you know cuz there are a lot of shots of him just like setting up and sitting in alone and stuff like that so you know it's difficult to say how much of it is planned and how much of it was him um so there is a b- part of it in which he's literally like counting down to his 30th birthday like he's alone and it's going to be mm. his 30th birthday and then there's a song about like turning 30 which i have like it just put everything that i've been feeling into words because it's like suddenly like you know it's that thing like which is literally what i've been feeling is like we used to be the young ones and suddenly like we're not that young like you yeah. know even like globe like socially like consciously like societally it's gone it's like something between 2020 and 2021 something happened that shifted it completely um mm-hmm. so uh it's just it's it, i mean it was very like it hit me very hard but i it was also very funny um in that way but it's also again it's a very like it's also very serious in some ways 
and it's very like so he is like 65 i think so the mm-hmm. visual of him in that one room and he's like played with it amazingly like i can't like you guys have to like experience it like i don't a, i a i can't describe it b like you should like i don't want to spoil it um too much so it just the way he has played with like lighting and effects and sfx like just like you know disco lights and uh techno lights and things like that and then even like and i was also very impressed by like his filmmaking skills because the blocking in this like the way that one scene or one segment cuts into another is incredible like i was so mm. impressed by the way that it was edited it just it's like beautifully done and well thought out um so it's it is a full like experience like i can't it's very difficult to call it just a stand up show mm-hmm. it is it is like it's i've never seen anything like it didn't he do youtube before uh, like stand up and stuff yeah i feel like he used to do it like that's how he got started yeah 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 like youtube videos like yeah. songs and stuff and yeah, sketches yeah, yeah. and so on yeah yeah and that i mean i really liked his last special also which is called make happy which is also on netflix mm. this was in on netflix i have never watched any of those oh no no that's also really i remember really liking it um that was like proper funny but this is like so this is his first special like he was going to go back to stand up after 5 years and then like the pandemic hit so it's uh it's about that as well so it's really it's really very interesting like mm-hmm. in every way and very affecting i was actually rewatching it today because it was just like it was i wasn't expecting it so mm-hmm. i don't you know it was i just didn't like i got the impact but i just really want to like reobserve it yeah um so it it's it's really really good so i would say like people should watch it nice yeah sounds interesting it's like so tall she's <laughs> like a jesus figure <laughs> he does that also and he's like he's and he's very like I used to think like my idea of him was like you know like more like an awkward nerdy type but like you can really like I mean he's like the kind of shit that he's done in this is amazing so it's really it's very very cool I'm Yeah. Like, yeah. Getter, have you watched anything? Uh yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I actually I I surprised myself. Okay. And I watched the second season of Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, so this is, I think I've mentioned the first season before because I really liked it. Uh, it's basically a Norwegian Netflix show about the Norse gods and, you know, Thor and Loki and so on. But like brought into the modern times, so like teenagers and stuff. Yeah. So like the same fight, but in a different context. Mm-hmm. And I watched the second season. Um it started off good. I I wouldn't say I'm not as a huge fan of the second season that I was in the first season. I feel like the it lost a little bit of its uh, charm. Mm-hmm. But I really like the actor Jonas Strand Gravli who plays Loritz who is the Loki in this scenario because he has like a lot of fun fun scenes. Uh he has a like a lot of different 
I wouldn't say fun. I'm so sorry. His character goes through a lot. So he has like a lot of like emotional scenes and funny scenes and can uh, like like Loki character is like mm-hmm. he's all over the place as a person. So he also has like a lot uh, room to play. And I really liked his uh, character. Plus his makeup is so cool at times. And it's just it, it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I think the second season sort of lost a little of little of it footing um though the norse mythology and stuff is still very interesting like the hammer stuff and there's this worm i can't remember the name some loki's worm i don't know but i don't know what it is uh, <laughs> it's something in, something with an m or something but anyway that is the creepiest little fucker ever i'm sorry for cursing but it's like of course it's a myth so it's it's not a spoiler guys anyway uh, <laughs> uh so loki but well, lauritz gets a tapeworm right but that tapeworm is basically like this creature of this mythology thing it looks like a penis with teeth oh i uh, <laughs> I, I just could not it's like pale white with veins and stuff and then it has teeth and no. stuff. <laughs> it looked it looked like i saw it the first time and i was like i cannot take this seriously like this thing is supposed to be scary and it is it's more like disgusting scary than scary scary but it's just it was horrible, guys. Yeah. It was so bad, uh, and now I can't get uh, that image of a, of, a, of, a, of it. And, and Neither ah. can I now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm glad. I I'm glad I watched it because I haven't watched anything besides K-pop videos <laughs> the past month. <laughs> it's just it's getting like to a point where I'm reading so many subtitles. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like I'm reading so many subtitle things yes. that it's just like it's a strange thing and now I watch the show that has subtitles so I'm just thinking I'm quitting English and yes. I'm just going straight for like things that are because it helps me focus better mm. I, I like discovered like I watched like Hidden Gems movies for James McAvoy and stuff I was struggling to focus on a movie mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if what's wrong with me basically i'm broken (laughs) (laughs) broken i'm broken guys but yeah yeah, it's it's very hard i like the cinemas are open but i have no energy to go to the cinema Mm. or like like it's so weird Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i mean it's I, i i never want to go to the cinema when it's hotter like during the summer I don't know. I prefer. Oh, to I go. love it there because it's cold when <laughs> you get to like uh, cool down. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't sound like. <laughs> but I really, I want to go because I want to watch a quiet place too. Ah. Uh, mm. And that's the kind of movie I like to watch true. in a in a cinema in the cinemas. So yeah. I might I might go soon. <laughs> nice. I haven't okay. seen this. Me neither. Uh, but I do like, yeah. I've read the the Neil Gaiman book on Norse mythology mm. and I find it very interesting. Although I don't remember mm. this one. I've, I'm sure it was one of the myths, but I, I read it a while back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. 
<laughs> but nice. That thing was that's like that sounds scary. The warm, thing. <laughs> the warm thing. Oh no, the warm thing sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is uh, bad. It is <clears throat> Okay. Uh Sophia, have you watched anything? Yes. So um I saw Halston, the oh. limited yeah, series from Netflix with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know, like I, I didn't, I wasn't really aware of what it was, but it's basically a bio yeah. miniseries, yeah, or limited series about uh, an American designer, mm-hmm. fashion designer, like in the 70s. Mm, yeah, 70s and 80s. Yes. Yeah. So, and he was uh, homosexual. So there's a lot of drugs and, and gay bars and prostitutes and cocaine basically mm-hmm. um yeah and it was good it's not like it's not the kind of tv show that becomes a favorite tv show mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or one where you can have like an emotional connection to mm-hmm. um but and it sounds like a story that you've heard before mm-hmm. uh because halston came from i don't know like a like one of the southern states or something like Tennessee or something like that. I don't know. Uh, and he kind of reinvented himself as someone who talks in a different way, you know, and is a bit more um, posh, for lack of another word, you know, and kind of tries to reinvent himself. And then it goes wrong with all the drugs and the sex and everything. So it sounds like something you've seen before um but yeah the production is really good Ewan McGregor is is very good uh in this and it's interesting to watch you you watch it quickly it but it's not it's not something that I'll watch again or that I look back and think oh yeah that was a great tv show no Mm -hmm. I don't think it was it was just it sounded like something you've seen before but it is interesting the part that I liked the most maybe um besides besides you and mcgregor was uh krista rodriguez i didn't know this actress but she plays liza minnelli i've heard and about people like crazy yeah she, she was good she was good as as liza i think liza is a very large person you know mm-hmm. like it's and she's she's alive so it's very fresh in your mind and she was really big and I think it's it's always a bit risky to to play someone like that but I really liked her nice. and so yeah but I don't know I'd give it like a three out of five you know okay. yeah <laughs> yeah that's why, I mean, I that's why I didn't watch it because I think no one really loved it yeah yeah it's like you can't you can't find something wrong with it you just can't find anything that is really good about it either you know mm-hmm. so yeah it's just tell, telling a story and just that's it like it's not yeah and, and like i said it, it it's not groundbreaking it sounds like yeah. you've seen that show before you know it seems mm. like there's nothing new about it mm-hmm. you know yeah. nothing even extremely vulnerable about okay. the show so yeah. It's interesting because we were, I mean, Cruella is also about 70s fashion, but like, I guess very different 
after this like holston is kind of like what the current i mean i watch all those fashion youtube channels right so it's mm-hmm. like the the current fashion is inspired by y2k which was inspired by 70s mm-hmm. so it's very like a now thing like yeah um so it's it's intriguing that all this it is and maybe the happens. most the most interesting part of it maybe it's watching kind of glimpses of real collections from real designers of the time you know they they show Calvin Klein and and I'm blanking I don't know which <laughs> the others I'm not a fashion person that was Calvin Klein because there was a big jeans thing uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah and I have no idea of who Halston was yeah I knew I didn't yeah. no I know like he had like a lot to do with Studio 54 but I yeah. didn't know, I didn't know more than that but then I saw like this just coming out so I started reading up about it a bit uh-huh. um, but then yeah like I mean everyone was just saying that it's not worth it and this is by Ryan Murphy right uh the creator yeah Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I've only seen the director. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It's because the director he didn't direct it, so I I'm not sure, but yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't interesting enough for me to check. Brian Murphy's shows, if they're not they're being fanned, like you should probably avoid. Like I watched Ratchet, but mm-hmm. it was not good. Oh, yeah, same. Exactly. Exactly, same. Yeah. It's just a yeah. bit superficial like he has so many shows but i do like the politician it's yeah. weird and it's different but it's still enjoyable in a way but... i i think i don't know i don't know if he is the main person behind crime story um mm. for sure pose like he's not which is why pose works uh but i think i i have like like i i like american horror story but like I like it with hmm. its stupidity, you know, like it's just it's just I have accepted the crappiness of it. Um okay. It's, it's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm used to it. It's fine. But uh everything like for his other stuff that I've liked is American Crime Story and Pose. Um like, so yeah, Pose is good. So I don't bleak. yeah, I haven't seen Pose. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't like Clay too much. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I so, can't say that it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I liked mean, it. But I know it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Getter, will you watch this Holston? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I have. I literally have so many shows to yeah. catch up with, and it's yeah. not on my top list of things that. Like I'm still stuck in Lucifer. uh in and like right, season 4 rewatch and i haven't even gotten to season 5 yet i have seen that zero times i i started like rewatching so i could get into the mood of the new season okay. and then i got stuck and i haven't finished hannibal and it's just like hmm. <sighs> that's it for our interesting movie/tv shows we will be right back with our main discussion which is cruella cruella to Want to be bad, so run 
So our main discussion today is on the new Disney release, Cruella, starring Emma Stone, Emma Thompson, Mark Strong, Joel Fry, Paul Walter Hauser, Kirby Howell-Baptiste, John McCree, and Kevan Novak. It is written by Dana Fox and Tony McNamara and directed by Craig Gillespie. Fun trivia, one of the producers is Glenn Close, who played Cruella de Vil in the other two 101 Dalmatians uh, live-action adaptations. Um, all of these characters are by Dodie Smith, who wrote the original 101 Dalmatians. In the latest Cruella film, we look into the origin story of the infamous Disney villain. It's a comedy crime film that chiefly takes place in the 1970s London during the emergence of punk rock. Cruella, or rather Estella, is a young orphan with a mean, destructive spirit, and she grows up robbing and conning with her two friends, Jasper and Horace, but she's always dreamt of becoming a fashion designer. She soon gets a chance with a powerful ocouture designer in London called the Baroness. However, she soon discovers some things that will lead her on her path to becoming Cruella as we know her. So after that really long intro, let's uh, just find out what you guys thought. Like, what did you think? Um, we are initially going to go spoiler-free, but we okay. will let uh, you guys know and we'll put like a time, like a timestamp on the episode uh, where we are talking about spoilers and stuff. So uh, what did you think? Well, I think Sophia didn't like it too much. So what did you think, Geta? No, um, Cruella was, again, one of the first movies I saw after a really long time mm-hmm. uh, that I think just the entertainment factor made me like it a bit more mm-hmm. uh, because it was refreshing to see a movie for once in a while. Um as a movie person, I think two hours is too long for this movie. I just feel like every like every time I see like over two hour movie, I think they should cut something. And I was right. Um, there are a lot of scenes that I think could have been non-existent. And uh, as, as, as a script wise, I feel like it it could have used like a script doctor or something mm-hmm. to tighten some of the storylines and Managing. to add add a little bit of uh, character to supportive characters, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very two-woman show. Emma, Emma Stone and Emma Thompson are amazing. I love them both as people and actresses, so yeah. just to see them on screen was very enjoyable. And I, I, I feel like Emma Stone is like the perfect person to play like the young Cruella Deville. Yeah. Uh, she has that very emotive face. Yeah. Like imagine Elisa Vikander or something. Yeah. Like she would have no <laughs> facial expressions <laughs> to fit like this character. So like Emma Stone is she she always acts a lot with her face. Yeah. And and it's a joy to watch uh, when like she does these like funny funny expressions and stuff. Yeah. And since the character has uh like this duality to it uh, I feel like it works very well with the casting. Mm-hmm. Um, directing, eh, I wouldn't say it's anything impressive. Uh, it didn't stand out. I feel like there are a lot of different elements that stand out more in here. Um, I love the dogs. Uh, I was a little disturbed that some of the scenes were CGI dogs and then the others were real dogs. So I got a little 
mm-hmm. um, freaked out at <laughs> at one mm-hmm. point. Like I was like, oh my god, are they going to use CGI dogs? But luckily, they actually used real dogs at some point. But it was a mess a little. Uh, I liked Paul Walter Hauser. Is that his name, right? Yeah. 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 Horace, yeah. right? Uh, Horace. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Walter Hauser. Yeah. I like. He is it's such funny. a good supportive actor mm-hmm. um in like these types of roles that don't have a lot of they don't like Horace doesn't he's not very well written as a character there's yeah. no story like, there yeah, yeah there's no story like you don't know any backstory uh, including Jasper but like Hauser is just to be on the screen like you instantly like him which I will talk about in the spoilers mm. that kind of uh <laughs> kind of like maybe didn't work out as best but um mark strong i didn't recognize him at first i don't know what was wrong with me um he's so he's so hot i was like, i, I don't it's like it's like mark strong is one of those people that when i was younger i was kind of scared of him and as i've grown older i started finding him hot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. he's just and he always plays that kind of fine line of of being dangerous yeah but then being like welcoming i don't know yeah. i can't ex- i can't explain it um but yeah uh, we will talk about it i guess in the more in the spoilers but the fashion the fashion mm. that was that was the star of this movie and i don't think the movie would have worked without that big montage in the middle with a, a lot of those dresses and stuff um mm. i think that was the main attraction here mm-hmm. uh i liked a lot of the elements of, of the fashion element in this movie um but as a whole eh, yeah. it's 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 not as bad as beauty and the beast i hated that one yeah wow i haven't even yeah i haven't even seen lion king because I, I i feel like there's no freaking point to that movie yeah. yeah. Like, why, why re, like, uh, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm mad it. at it. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but it's not better as Cinderella. I think that is still the best yeah. live oh, action remake. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That is still the best because it, it was so subtle mm-hmm. and it but... kind of was like the first one yeah. in yeah. this trend. Okay. And it just came and it just slayed. And now all the rest seem like trying to achieve that type of, I don't know. It's, it's just so pure. Yeah. I, I, it may, might be Richard Madden in white tight pants. Who knows? But it's just Cinderella is still my favorite. So Disney still has to work to like get above Cinderella for me. I like, mm. I also like the first, I liked Maleficent. Um, no, I didn't like it. See, I'm very, I'm very picky. I fucking hate Sleeping Beauty, the cartoon. So, anything to make her more interesting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she was just yeah. Was it's just there's nothing to make her more interesting. She was just pretty and rich in the cartoon. At least she had something. Yeah, it was never. It was actually never a movie that I watched as a kid. Sleeping Beauty. I saw it as as a grown up, and I was very irritated. I yeah. Right after I saw Brave, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck off! What a stupid princess." Okay. Anyway, we're getting ready. We're getting ready again. Um, Sophia, what did you, okay? I I'll also add to Getters after this. Uh, Sophia, what did you think? 
Yeah. Uh, just a side note. I just noticed I had my mic on the wrong side, like backwards this whole time. So sorry if the audio was weird before. <laughs> Should be better now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally backwards. Uh, anyway, Cruella. Mm, so uh, I think it was bad. I watched this movie, but I didn't want it to be bad. So, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, because I also really like Emma Stone mm -hmm. and I love Emma Thompson. I think yeah. she fits the Disney world. She's yeah. done other roles. And I think Emma Stone also fits the Disney world. So I like them both. Uh, but so first of all, the fashion, which you say, you know, it's a high point. I, like I said, I'm not like super high like the fashion person but i hated the look of this movie and all the creations in it it reminded me of tim burton like if baz Luhrmann did tim burton <laughs> so and there was no one yeah, there was too much too much cgi not just the dogs it was everywhere everything looked so fake Cruella, I mean, admittedly, she always looked disgusting. I was just like reminiscing before with a friend on how she looked in the in the the animated mm -hmm. uh, film. Yeah, and she was scary. Like yeah. you couldn't do a character like, like that today for the kids. Yeah, <laughs> and always smoking, looking gray, uh, uh, makeup running, you know, just disgusting. And then of course the fur coat. Mm -hmm. um, so. She was always a bit disturbing, but I really thought that I just didn't like the look of Cruella in, in this. I think they sh could have made her look a bit cooler. Uh, I also didn't like the concept of her origin story. Um, I thought, you know, her wanting to be a fashion designer, then going against, uh, I'm not spoiling it, then going against, you know, the Baroness. And I just thought it was a bit boring like mm -hmm. as far as origin stories go and what made her Cruella? I don't know. Like I do, do I even recognize Cruella in that character? I'm not sure. You know, it's just, I, it didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't think it was very smart or particularly funny. It was sort of entertaining. It's not the worst Disney movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's worse than Beauty and the Beast just because, Beauty and the Beast was literally, you know, scene by scene, the original. So it couldn't go wrong. This, I, I'm not even sure we can compare because it's an origin story. It's a completely different story, right? Yeah. It's not a remake. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't a fan. Emma Stone was cool, although a bit exaggerated at times. But it wasn't her fault. It was just her character. I don't know. I'm sorry to shit on this movie. Okay. <laughs> I just I I wanted to like it. I watched it in four parts, guys. I watched it over wow. like three days because I kept stopping and I didn't want to go back to it because it was just boring me. Um, but it's fine. Like it's it's okay. Okay. It's not my not my kind of movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's just too. I fake. mean, you said Tim fake. Burton and Baz Luhrmann, and I was like, okay, Sophia hates it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but right? I mean, I but it is, isn't it? Like Tim Burton, I know what Baz Luhrmann. I know it's not that I don't like Tim Burton, but I also I, there's some movies of him it's that not, I like, but I, I don't like the look usually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, it doesn't you know? look. I love it. 
like yeah. I love the quirkiness and the weirdness and a little bit of like off off beat yeah type of thing mm, so yeah. it's yeah. just too fake it's too <laughs> fake <laughs> I, I thought, it is fake but I feel like I liked what they chose to be fake with. I liked the mm-hmm. fact that it was a film set in 1970s London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a very like weird time. I mean obviously like classically it makes sense like the yeah. 101 Dalmatians is technically 101 Dalmatians is set in the 60s. Um oh. so mm-hmm. it should have been even before but like i think like one of the fashion for youtubers were talking about how they must have chosen 70s because of like the abundance of 70s fashion punk right now thing too and yeah. it fit the punk thing kind of it fits. did it did it did yeah cruella uh, yeah. although like, i like the car scenes like with her car because yeah. that was like the the classic one so that yeah <clears throat> yeah uh, <laughs> i i like i liked it too i didn't love it i thought it was like I honestly only liked the fashion stuff and like all of her scenes with Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of it was like I mean a lot of it was the main idea of it was quite cliched and like you know I think anyone could have predicted it it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um we'll go into spoilers but a lot of it was very obvious in that way like narratively. Um but i did like i mean i didn't even think of it that way but it's honestly making me like it more like baslomen doing tim burton is honestly making me like it more cuz so like i used to love <laughs> tim burton used to be my favorite filmmaker and i love yeah. i do love baslomen at it, his height so um uh but it's 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 really like it's much it's what it is is also like it's a kids movie like i feel like it's not 100% for us either which uh like there's that scene in which she like falls in the garbage and i'm like i'm sure this would have been really funny to me as a child but it's absolutely disgusting to me as an adult um hmm. so you know there are things like that where i'm like i don't this is not 100% made for me um mm-hmm. so in those ways i could see like i can but i don't know how much children i don't know if it's for children maybe it's for like tweens um maybe it's for people who are like getting into like this whole like black and white cool edgy look <laughs> yeah thing. um maybe it's mainly for them um uh, but i did i liked it i liked it overall i liked um, i i had the exact same idea of like emma stone like i i like her and stuff like la la land and like you know her comedic things but like yeah. when she's in something like this when she's in the favorite when she's in birdman mm-hmm. it's so much of a mm-hmm. face and her face can be like so like almost like a clown yeah you know um and it's it she, they can do like really like exaggerated looks on her and i it's very fun when that part of her is also used Mm-hmm. like obviously she has like she's extremely charming so she can do all those comedy things very easily but mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see like this side of her too um so for me it was her it was Emma Thompson I loved Emma Thompson I like yeah. anyway I like I tweeted yeah. this but like any movie that has like Emma Thompson just <laughs> like being bitchy and walking around wearing yes. really fashionable clothes 
I will like. I mean, I can't. I just can't. I can't help it. I'm just built to like that. Like, I can't not like mm-hmm. it. You know. Um, it was. It was a little bit too close to Miranda Priestly in Devil Wears Prada. I feel like <laughs> it was just. It needed something like a bit extra. I feel like because uh, those like I can understand it was like inspiration for sure for the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they were like too close to be like like something that's not inspired but they were like literally like copy pasted like mm-hmm. american versus the british like it was just i, I wish that she could have been a bit like more mm. sarcastic given or a little ironic or like I... like she like her meanness was very very familiar to me in in not a good way i feel like okay i it worked for me i thought it was i mean funny. it worked it's not it's not it's not bad but in a sense that it's not refreshing in as a character i feel like Maybe. but like that's spoilery anyway i will talk about her character okay. like okay yeah. yeah what else do you want to talk about in the non spoiler thing mm. i can i can say that i really liked and i wish we could have seen more of cruella as a little kid i thought the the kid character because i was very intrigued when she was like uh don't let cruella out or something like that you know mm-hmm. like if cruella was an alter ego of estella okay mm-hmm. or something that was inside her kind of like a what is that called that those people who have two pers- multiple personality yeah. disorders yeah. yeah something like that i would have enjoyed i would have liked to see a bit more of cruella as a young person uh as a child because i thought she looked adorable <laughs> And I wanted to see her being mean to other kids. Like, maybe that would have been cool. Um, and that's kind of what I felt a bit, is that maybe I was expecting a true origin story and this movie just kind of turned into a heist film, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what it was at some point. So maybe a bit less, you know, of the flashy stuff and a bit more of the characters would have been nice okay yeah Yeah. but especially the kid i was really intrigued (laughs) i thought she looked so cute (laughs) uh for me um i'm not sure if i'm just blanking on this um but i saw a lot around i'm sure it's either i'm mixing something up or i actually saw this uh that a lot of people were praising the soundtrack oh god um yeah or I'm mixing it up. I don't know. But I don't remember anything. How do you... The sound... Okay, so... Fine, we can the talk about this right? in the in the non-spoilery thing. Because I literally wrote down um, all the artists. Because I... It was... Hap- it was, first of all, like, it was relentless. <laughs> That's the only yeah. word for it. Um, yeah. uh, but also, like... This is, I mean, I remember when Sex Education had come out and people were talking about its soundtrack and like how much money they must have paid the artist, like mm-hmm. what the budget was. And then I was watching Cruella and I'm like, I get that it's Disney and Disney owns everything. But like, I'm te- the, so the soundtrack is Super Tramp, Bee Gees, The Doors, Nina Simone, Ike and Tina Turner, Queen, yeah. The Clash, Beatles, Blondie, Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. Rolling Stones. And the main song is by Florence and the Machine, okay? Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, what? every song, how have they gotten all the songs in this film? Like, it was bonkers. 
<laughs> I, don't even, I don't even have like a comment like it's not i don't even know if it's good or bad it was just insane it was maybe a bit too recognizable actually it was so many of it like I, yeah. I don't even know how many how much money they must have paid yeah i i but but now i'm thinking i can't remember anything maybe i'm mixing it up with another movie that i saw uh, like saw reviews of but i i can't remember any of the songs from this movie like you know like with some movies you have like that big final song or something like yeah. like it, this movie has that scene where that's big song i can't I can't remember that. I don't know what what is it is it me? Maybe th- like this wasn't your like area of music because it's all very 60s and 70s. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't I don't think that's good then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I, like I understand having like the vibe but like make it like a little bit like refreshing or so but no no that doesn't count uh because i like guardians of the galaxy soundtrack this was very known but i think they just like overstuffed it um yeah it shows really good stuff songs but it could have like so many it was too many and it just yeah. i think the what like like as in guardians of the galaxy like it was punctuated really well this the overuse yeah. of it like fine of one or two places it had the impact but there were just mm-hmm. so many songs that i was more surprised by like them having the song than like you know how well the song is being used oh my god disney has so much money yeah disney has a lot of money well yeah it owns everything, <laughs> it owns everything. what a surprise <laughs> what a surprise it owns everything uh, but yeah the soundtrack it was probably owns all the songs <laughs> It does. I feel like I feel like that's the. I mean, not the only way. It has a lot of money too. Whatever it doesn't own, it can buy. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wish that. Uh. So after watching this, I rewatched the for the hundred one uh Dalmatians live action. Uh, which oh, had yeah. uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is also, but again, it it was fun, but that. movie is very geared towards children like it's yeah. really there's a very long like there are very long scenes with just like animals so <laughs> it's true just the dogs running yeah. around yeah i remember <laughs> no people just animals um but i can see so cruel for like uh, like she was scary but i think of all the disney villains cruella is my favorite Mm-hmm. I just love the fact. I mean, fine the the dog killing and wearing a coat is horrifying, but yeah. apart from that, like you know, I just love the fact that she loves fashion and she hates children. Like it's just awesome. <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, I don't. It's mm. it's always like I've always adored it. I was re again. I I was rewatching the Glenn Close one, and then she has that, like her reaction. <laughs> She has a great line where she's like, you know, like uh more women have been lost to marriage than like famine and war and stuff like that. <laughs> I love I, I love that. So, and she wears like insane like clothes and I adore that. Yes. So, I've always like I I do really like um Cruella in that way. Um so 
but it wasn't obviously like as i said i don't think this movie was geared towards me like i you mm-hmm. like obviously the devil was prada is an obvious uh of course, yeah inspiration slash whatever so mm-hmm. uh it i can see how it wasn't fresh mm-hmm. but it worked like i was entertained and i just like i i just love emma thompson too much yes so that is that, true that like worked for me um so that's my non spoilery take okay yeah okay can yeah let's go Okay. Do you want to <laughs> oh, oh, do you just want to talk about like things like production design and stuff? Yeah. I said what I said about that <laughs> already. <laughs> looks fake. It looks fake. I I didn't I didn't actually notice so much like CGI in terms of production design. Ugh. I noticed it more on the dogs. But like maybe I just maybe I don't I don't know. The dog but that like I liked the look. It was like I just found it different. and like i don't know i haven't seen anything i mean yeah i can see the tim burton this like it's very mm-hmm. uh but like tim burton hasn't made something in so long so it's true so yeah. it was like i kind of missed that weird aesthetic mm-hmm. um, i was really into that aesthetic when i was young so um i liked the aesthetic of it like i like i really liked like it's not a spoiler but that like that see it's there in the trailer where she's riding that bike um yeah. you know yes. like i like i liked those colors yeah. and things yeah. like that so i liked yeah. i liked that whole aspect of the film um obviously like it was very un- i found it like I, i mean it's a disney film but yeah i found it very unrealistic also in many of the things Uh, of course. So, like, I don't know. Like, take it if it's good or bad. It just is what it was. It was just. It. I just. I. Yeah. It, I was probably too distracted by the soundtrack anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> And me, then there was me who didn't even hear the songs. <laughs> I was just distracted by I don't know what. There was a lot going on. So. Yeah. 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 There, there's there a lot. There was a lot going on. True. Um. Okay, so let's just go into spoilers now. This is okay. when we do spoilers if people haven't watched it. Flash, they scared. Warning: This is the spoiler segment. <laughs> Back off if you don't want to hear spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. So do we just start off with the beginning, or like, just do we start off with like her origin and why she hates, <sighs> hates do we the Dalmatian? The Dalmatian. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can start that's yeah. I thought start I mean, there. Yeah, because so, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I I it was it was very obvious to me from the start that mm-hmm. it was Emma Thompson um <laughs> who was the woman over there and obviously like and I didn't I I wasn't 100% sure she would be her daughter, but I definitely thought She was like an aunt. Okay. I thought yeah. she was like yeah. related to the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, like it was close enough, I guess. And I, but on the plus side, and this has to do with the look. Like I really liked. I found it cool that 
instead of just making it like a fashion thing like her hair has meaning because like you know it is like you were talking about multiple personalities so i yeah, do yeah, think yeah. like it's like symbolic in her hair because yeah white is estella and the black is cruella and it's it mm-hmm. and the baroness very much had very dark hair um mm-hmm. so you know she was all black hearted i guess but like cruella had like that duality in her i mean we don't know how yeah. like that then leads to her wanting to like kill dogs and wear them um but it, it's <laughs> because they killed her mother but then she also uh, like mm, goes and gifts it, it to, is she goes and gifts those puppies to like roger and anita oh yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. and then that's, she adopts them that's where you know it doesn't match up with the older yeah um, dalmatian yeah movies that's where it doesn't make sense but to me like, it was like clearly she, she hated the dogs because they but, killed her mother even no, though she blames herself i didn't get that because uh, she because you know the, the dogs were loyal to her by the end so i feel like yeah. that doesn't justify what comes after because it it's the master that like like a good dog will follow Didn't its master's command no she didn't have the coat with the dogs was, no was it was just painted and she said like let them think i'm at the villain yeah. like she didn't do anything oh to yeah. i thought that was really weird for a disney movie today <laughs> yeah. like i i was like <laughs> i mean i'm telling you i watched this in four parts <laughs> <laughs> and i saw that and i was like whoa they went there like she she actually because we know she does like yeah. Corella the character there's three of them in the final scene when they go into the house oh, yeah. who cares this movie the other is boring like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it changes quite a lot if you thought that, that she killed them well yeah I thought I mean I thought I, mean, I, I was like whoa they went there like balls for I Disney mean, they, <laughs> don't, they don't even have her smoking in this yeah world. that's yeah. true they like, can't do that she was she, like glenn close was smoking to us she looked so cool her gloves were like awesome um that is true but oh um, but this one like they don't even do that now like then like, they then why is crawl a villain she's I not see that's why this movie that makes it even worse <laughs> yeah it does. i also think i don't i that's i don't think this is an exact origin it's, i think it's, no no like no. The, it, it's It's yeah. like origin adjacent. One of the they, reasons, they change it. One of the mm-hmm. reasons why maybe I liked it more um well I saw it a few days ago and I'm like I mean a lot has happened since those few days. Uh <laughs> so uh, it's not as fresh for me right now but like one of the reasons why I also liked it was because it was marketed as like female joker and it was not that. And I really appreciated that it was not the female joker. <laughs> <laughs> okay like it's a stupid thing to say but like i like the fact that it was its own movie like fine it had um all of the inspirations or whatever yeah but it was not like it was just such a stupid thing stupid i don't know if it was a marketing tactic or people just started saying that yeah um but it was not mm. a female joker no mm. it was no okay yeah. well hmm Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it was I know it's just it was me like going in with that like that like constant like people on Twitter just like losing it um yeah. and it just not being that obvious you know but on the mm-hmm. flip side like 
I find her like transformation into Cruella very jarring. Um, she's she's like I mean I think we can talk about the script now. Like she is like yeah. like mm. all sweet and like nice. Like yeah, sure she's like stealing and stuff, but she's still funny and this and that. But the yeah. moment she finds out about the Baroness, she just turns completely like awful immediately. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I mean. I feel like it missed. Like yeah. some character building, yeah. you know? That's why, you know, watching her, since this was something that was inside her, and it was kind of just shut down throughout most of the film until it comes out, Cruella comes out suddenly. So I thought it would yeah, be yeah. interesting to yeah. actually explore that duality yeah. instead of just flipping a switch. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it didn't like kind of like go on and off. Like she was Cruella for like the most of the second half of yeah. the movie mm-hmm. and she never like switched back and that was what I wanted to mention with Paul Walter House's character Horace mm-hmm. I felt so bad for Jasper and Horace yeah. that I was actually rooting for them to yeah. just go and just leave her behind yeah. like I did not want them to go back to her because she was being a bitch I'm she sorry and, and and Jasper and Horace were like they their characters was written in in such a way that I was feeling sorry for them. Yeah. And I was rooting for them. And I did not, I understood the family aspect, but I did not in that scene believe uh, Estella or Cruella. I think she was still Cruella in that moment. I didn't believe her. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want that. I I didn't want the guys to go like help her out because she was just, I, mm, yeah, treating them really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, that that's why I thought that uh, Paul Walter Hauser was actually a bad choice because he was is he is so likable he, in this character. Yeah, but I really that yeah. that is just uh, so- because I I I I haven't seen the animation in a very long time or the movie i think the 101 dalmatians was actually the first movie i saw ever in a theater my grandmother took me so i have like a very sweet memory with that movie but i haven't seen it in ages but i don't remember liking jasper and horace because they were (laughs) (laughs) dum-dums they are like proper like just henchmen in the original also they yeah, are, yeah, yeah. they are played by Hugh Laurie and Arthur Weasley yeah. of all <laughs> yeah. okay oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember Arthur Weasley yeah, yeah. Arthur, we- Arthur Weasley was Horace so, wow. so, like, <laughs> so yeah, like in here they are made too likable yeah. as 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 people so well, Cruella is or Estella is likable too so I think they kind Estella of turned is, them you know, all into heroes that's what this movie yeah is. yeah so they kind of like like I I don't know what the the balance was off like completely mm. when the switch the switch was made I actually would have preferred if if she kind of went evil more step by step yeah. like every punch she got like yeah. she would like fall deeper into mm-hmm. the anger yeah. but she just went from <sighs> white to black and there was like no gray between yeah. and it wasn't as as smooth and and i feel like there should have been like scenes where she was still good and and then flipped off completely and and, mm. and like the madness maybe should have like kicked in like when when there, she was like joking that she would you know make a coat out of the dog like yeah at that point, she was so evil already that that didn't even surprise me. I was like, "Yeah, ha, huh. mm-hmm. funny." I believe <laughs> like, she she did. <laughs> <laughs> you believed. 
Like I, I, I didn't find it any like shocking because that was just we were already so deep inside that. That's why I said like in the script wise, I feel like it should have had like yeah, like somebody extra person like looking over. Like I mean, Emma Thompson writes scripts, right? Like she, she maybe could have like <laughs> looked it over or something. Um, but yeah, it was just way too quick yeah. and not. Because I mean, as a movie, like a prequel, you you have the possibility of doing a sequel where things go even more evil, right? Yeah. So this should have been like more gradual. A setup. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and leave it like almost as a cliffhanger. Like, is she yeah. bad or is she good? Like that kind of like a oh my god. They, they, is she, is she... I guess they left it there, but it was just a weird way to get there. Like. Hmm. Uh, like it just went like to like flip flop like you know like as you said like it wasn't the when she's like fa- like you don't want her them to like forgive her or like help her out like even that yeah. was not like a viable moment mm-hmm. um they they just if it if there was like more nuance in that if you know you could have like felt for it it just felt very like oh it you have like that's the story so obviously yeah. like they're going to go back to like being friends and she, I mean yeah. fine she gets like she becomes like more closer to how she had been set up towards the end like the the middle part when she becomes completely awful is just weird because it just yeah it just yeah. It's, it's strange it's not well written that is just not like doesn't make sense no one does that that's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> I also I I was like a huge huge fan of the backstory of the uh Baroness being the mother and giving yeah. her basically away real cliche, quickly and cliche. Yeah, it was just it was like oh yeah, she's born evil. Ha. Huh. Like, <laughs> like just like her more, mother. <laughs> yeah, like like it it felt lo- so like cheap like yeah. I I feel like more I understand uh the idea of of being born evil but i i i'm more compelled by people who are who uh, grow up to be evil as, yeah, as a storyline or have that duality which which she yeah. did but wasn't you know properly explained yeah. Yeah. and the relationship what you were saying about horace and jasper also because you know we know that they grew up together yeah mm-hmm. but we don't see that yeah so you know maybe they would have had the justification to to stay with her because of all the years and growing up together and having yeah. a bond but you don't see that so you can't feel it yeah. um and that's how i feel pretty much about it although, although i must admit i was kind of shipping jasper and estella a little which was weird <laughs> maybe it was missing like that was missing <laughs> I, I was i i definitely i mean obviously i didn't remember that he was like the henchman character from the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did think like that was the end game, maybe. Uh, or yeah, at the beginning, um, they looked cute. Yeah, and they, they, I did like it was. That's why it was so jarring because I actually did think they had a nice, they had a good relationship. Like you know, like the way they were stealing things and like you know them yeah. getting her the job yeah. and this and that. Like it felt like they had like a good bond, which is why it was so weird that how suddenly she becomes so awful to them yeah. yeah um yeah it just it didn't it just didn't make and they also like they were like annoyed at her it i don't know i mean 
maybe I've watched too much good TV now. Like I'm like, can't you guys like talk it out? Like why, why, why? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like it's a it's it's a plot point. It's a plot that advances on lack of communication. Yeah. Just yeah. you know, problem that arises from lack of communication. Yeah. It's true. I did. I did really like one scene, which was with with the uh, Horace and the dog. You know, pretending that yeah. it's a mouse, a rat. Yeah, a rat. A rat. Yeah. yeah, that was really that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was I, funny. Um, wh- one thing that I like, my like standout moment in my brain, um, which has to do with fashion, is the bug dress. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, I loved. I mean, it's maybe because I again I keep talking about fashion YouTube, but I have been watching a lot of fashion YouTube, and you know they talk about like um, the work and the effort that goes into garments, and like like I sort of guessed that uh, when the when the bugs first come out, that it must have been from the dress. But when you first actually see the dress, it is like very intricately made. Mm-hmm. Um, which I respected. Like I, I really liked the dress, the way it fell to the yeah, ground. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I, that was like my, like the one moment that I, I remember that, and I remember like Emma Stone on the bike, just because her face just looked like if it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't Cruella, if someone would just take that screenshot, it can like be like yeah. you know, like some old timey movie. Um, yeah. I like I like the uh, the dress when she was standing on the taxi and Emma Stone was stuck in there and like she was like peeking out from like under the dress or like through that. I thought that was kind of like a good shot. But uh, as as terms of like as as a whole, like the setup for the uh, like you mentioned, like we don't get a lot of backstory for the for the kids uh, growing up in in basically homeless right Mm -hmm. yeah so we don't get even like a montage of them like growing up like you know in movies where they have like hanging out and watching movies like that would have even helped kind of i feel like yeah although we would probably be here saying why did they do the montage that's so so long it's made for longer (laughs) but but in in a sense don't tell us (laughs) yeah but uh i like i I do wish like these types of stories, like these back, like origin stories, I feel like they work better as like mini series. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just getting too greedy about shows and stuff. <laughs> I but, want more. But, yeah. yeah. Like, like a two hour movie feels too long, but an eight hour mini series, <laughs> bring it on. Like, come mm. on. You want that. You want that kind of progression it, it, because that takes more care of the story. Yeah. But this one is like more showing, like it's more of a show. It's a heist. Like more of like, yeah, it's, it's like a, uh, is it though? <laughs> it is. It gets they muddled. Want to... ha- yeah. It's like a go fact. On, I, on, I, hate it. I hate it. I hate it that there were like two or three big heists. I just oh, wanted yeah. one big yeah, yeah. Like there was like one heist and like we got nothing. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, like I got all worked up for this. And then there's another heist and they're like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a mul- multiple heist. Multiple heist. Multiple heist movie. It's no Ocean Eleven. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. But it and wouldn't that... make sense. It would... <laughs> yeah. Because it's that's the thing like you have to put in too much effort and information into a storyline that adds nothing 
to who the characters are. <laughs> yeah. That was my issue. Yeah. Like, this is an origin story. Leave the heist and the action for the second film, for the sequel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe no. it could have been one heist. Less. Yeah, like a tiny one. <laughs> no, like a prolonged complex, but yeah. like maybe yeah, 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 where yeah. you have time for the characters to interact and grow and yeah. show, you know. Like, uh, I, I mean, for your mini series, like we were talking about that, like I would, something that's really interesting, it's something that people do talk, have like explored and stuff like um, transparent or even in Mayor of East Town. But like, I, what one thing, but obviously it's not for children, I guess. Is, mm-hmm. It is, like, the fact that, you know, like, if you're, like, do, do you inherit evil? You know? It's, like, evil yeah, yeah, yeah. in your genes. Um, so that is, like, a very fascinating concept to me. But, again, like, I don't know if, like, I'm sure there are, like, there are capable filmmakers who can put all these stories even in a film geared towards children. Um, yeah. You know, like, Pixar does it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. like themes for adults and for children but like it, like if it were to be explored more I would not have minded that I mean I'm sure someone can do like a Riverdale type shit on this um, you know <laughs> like less chaos I mean they, they would do like a oh. musical version that would be I good. was born evil now I'm good. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. It's a Disney film. It, you know, like that can be considered one of its flaws that there is no music. Like there's no singing. Because it is yeah. a Disney film. I would have liked them to just hum a little bit of, you and know, you have, the like, song. You have people who like can sing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it Emma Stone sense. can sing. Yeah, like she could, of I mean, course. she literally does like a punk rock show. So it made sense. <clears throat> for Emma Stone to sing, but they didn't do that. Uh, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I found the whole, like, uh, es- Cruella, uh, that whole, whatever happens, you know, like her, like, dunking on the Baroness part, like, very exaggerated because um, I was... Yeah. I was like, where's the police? <laughs> <laughs> I also found that garbage dress completely nonsense. Um, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. It's a statement, but yeah. I would wear that. I would have. I would have preferred, like, like maybe she would have made the dress out of like the, the uh, like she would have rummaged around the Baroness trash or something, and then and made like something beautiful out of yeah. that. Like as a concept, that it would have worked like maybe a little better. Yeah, because like she she would have shown like I can make your uh, trash into art or something. Yeah. But like as just the trash dress, I yeah yeah. Like it it ha- like like I feel like like it's, I, it's, I'm it's, sure that punk. But it's yeah 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 yeah. I feel like. Like the dresses were beautiful, but now that you mention it, I don't think like the dresses had like I'm sure they have like there's a video somewhere already. Like they had like a deeper meaning or something that I just didn't catch. But I feel like there should have been like a dress that had like a like you would have recognized like that like Dalmatian coat or something like that had like mm. sort of a meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But like the moth dress, what was the what what was the thing? Like what was the like like the inspiration or like like I, I wish there was like more explanation to that maybe one more thing um that i wanted to talk about in the uh 
spoiler section. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not really spoiler, spoilers. So the character played by John McCrae of, what is his name? Artie, who was like the... Oh. The, the gay friend the gay friend the gay oh. so he's supposed to be the first the first openly gay uh, character in this film but like but like you know they also said uh what's his name Josh Gad's character in Beauty and the Beast was yeah, yeah, yeah. and someone else was mm. somewhere else and someone else was somewhere else i think this is like their fourth first Game <laughs> well, like he's, but like they don't say. Yeah, they never say anything. Yeah, they never show him with like kissing a dude or something. Yeah. like I would believe them when they finally like, like of course he's gay. Like that's understandably like you know this from the first moment, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. Josh Gad's character in Beauty and the Beast, you can tell yeah. that he's a bear I- or something. That's doesn't make any sense and it's so it was so absurd because like their whole conversation is also like him being beaten up for being gay but they still don't mention that he's gay yeah um it was very weird and i didn't even yeah. know that like this was a whole thing like i watched it and then i saw like people talking about this and i was like uh he just... was pointless so he was but he, he was just like he was there for her to seem cool yeah, but yeah. then, but then she, yeah, he was. She basically like uses him the way the Baroness used her. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. she, he's just like a worker for her once she becomes yeah. Cruella, and he's he's just like those that stereotypical gay empty yeah. friend that yeah. like is like, like fashion. very it's a prop. Yeah, yeah, has it like he's a, a fashion store and is very flamboyant Ugh. and it's just like has catchphrases almost and it's just it's so ugh, I don't it's it's I mean good for Disney for like doing this but like they're like 20 years no, late like No, yeah, it's not good for them <laughs> like, because it's yeah, ridiculous. It, it's, it doesn't... It, well, it technically it works for them because they're only now catching up to what like <laughs> gay characters were like 20 I years think... back but mm. but like like other uh, mediums have moved on and they are giving us more complex characters and oh my god I still love Simon is so good can I just say <laughs> I miss I mean that, that is one of like the best like gay characters in recent time and I mean it's pride month so we can talk about this but yeah. like yeah but like in it, it, like it, it's like Disney is still trying to like up- catch up, up to no and it's also appeasing the homophobic people because they'll never yeah. like say it outright yeah it's always like for that crowd. he's there but he's not there yeah yeah so you know everyone he has he has no boyfriend he has no boyfriend just has he, his store he doesn't yeah. have he's not a he's not even a full character yeah he's just yeah yeah he's a token a prop yeah, yeah he's a, a prop, prop. he's he's the like, token gay character they could have <laughs> easily honestly they could have made horace gay for all weekend, you know, like it's just. Mm-hmm. It could. I mean, I, I, I shipped, I shipped him and Artie, like they could have been a couple yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. But if they in developed, 
No, but like, they like Artie is it. such an em- empty character. Like, I don't know his backstory, but if yeah. if they've given us like more, I would have like shipped them. Like, they would have been adorable. Yeah. And like he ha- maybe he had a dog, and their dogs got together, and they're like, oh my god, our dogs get along so well. We should move <laughs> in together. Like, like, like it's you can make jokes yeah. Yeah. without telling it right away, but implying it very strongly. And I feel like that's like missing. Yeah. True. They also um, did like somewhat colorblind casting because like both Roger and Anita are people of color um, and mm-hmm. I guess and Joel Fry is as well. Um, but I mean I like that because like I love both the actors like uh, mm. Roger is in What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Anita has yeah. been in like good place <laughs> and stuff. So I did. I didn't mind. I wish again they had. I mean, fine. Like that was supposed to be like a fun thing. I wish Roger had more to do because, like, I've always yeah. like loved him, like singing Cruella Deville. So it. I wish there was a little bit more with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have, you know, like those things. Like instead of two, like however many heists and stuff, like they could have focused more. But maybe I don't know. Like I'm sure if this makes enough money. They will like have. They will do a sequel. Yeah, yeah. they'll do a sequel or something or the other happening. So. Mm. Uh, note from the future, sort of. They did announce a Cruella sequel, so that's definitely happening. I feel like there was too much fashion. <laughs> like there was just a little bit too much of focus. Or like, on, or like it like, could have been all stuff. fashion, you know? Like it was. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like too yeah. many things. Yeah. If it, if it it would have been cool to have like a fashion only mm-hmm. Disney movie. Um yeah. but you know it was also like period it was also an origin story it was also like a <laughs> like a, a heist movie. Heist movie. Yeah, so it was also like Joker-esque whatever the fuck. So it was also it was also like a little bit of true crime. Uh, <laughs> murder, murder mystery, murder mystery. Yeah, um, it was a little bit of. Yeah. I definitely um, don't think like, I mean, it's a strange origin story because I don't think this is exactly the Cruella that we know of. But then I guess like that's what they did with Maleficent as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Although, like, I think that Didn't... was a much better characterization. Didn't they kind of make him better as well, like less villain and more? Yeah, she, I push. I that I think that movie worked. I that was much more interesting because that is then about motherhood and what it means to be like. Just because you didn't give birth to someone doesn't mean that you are. And but if you raised them, like you know where how is someone called like a true mother or a true parent? you know so it um that is is it is it blood or is it like raising and and putting the time in so and it was so much like i mean i don't know if you guys saw it but like you know the whole true love's kiss and everything like they flipped that around so i think they actually really played with um the idea the the core elements of the original story of sleeping Mm -hmm. beauty and maleficent but Mm -hmm. in this like I don't think Cruella, like, I, I mean, I didn't see, I didn't rewatch 102, but in 101, like, Cruella doesn't really have much of a character at all. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, she, she just, she's just, like, 
she just likes fashion this is for a future episode but we talked about this in i care a lot but maybe like there are some things that are not forgivable and like maybe like killing and want, wanting to kill and wear dogs is like an unforgivable thing so like cruella will never <laughs> be like yeah. you know you can't fully explore cruella in the same way you could have explored a maleficent mm-hmm. without like inventing all these things for her true yeah so yeah i mean that is the ultimate crime basically it's like you yeah. said two of the most iconic things of that character is the the fur yeah and the smoking Yeah. So if you take yeah. that away, who yeah. is Corella? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the mutts. Yeah. <laughs> the mutts. The other... I like the other dogs. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah, they were really cute. They were like, cute. Yeah. yeah. with the eye patch and stuff. Oh, and when 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 Horace is like like he's like a like a son to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like those those I just oh, it's so adorable. I was always I was always panicking for the dogs whenever they run away. In yeah. a car, yeah. and I was like, "But the dog! Don't forget the dog!" <laughs> <laughs> I just get really worried. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else, you guys? Any last? Any more thoughts? These were all my points. Yeah. yeah I would. I would say talking about it has definitely lowered my opinion on it. <laughs> I don't. <noticed>. Well, <laughs> you both um, started kind of like high, like yeah. this month, and then by the end, this was so bad. <laughs> no, I. I But if, <laughs> It's because I don't know. I mean, I liked it more while I was watching, it, but it's just yeah, like, yeah. Like it's also like it's not as fresh in my head either right now. Mm-hmm. It's And forgettable. It is. It can be. There are there are like few standout points for me here and there. Um, mm-hmm. among the scope of live action for me too, like Cinderella is the best. Um, yeah. So yeah. far. Followed True. by Malif- Maleficent because I really like that. Um, and then I haven't this, seen it. Um, but um, I've seen the first one. Uh, <laughs> but it's still like better than for me. It was better than Beauty and the Beast. And I did. Oh God, the singing was. I really, hated. I hated. I hated. A lot of people did. Yeah. I hated I it because it's, it it's, was it. Mm, I hated it because it was exactly the same as the animation. Yeah, and, uh, and the, and the just dress it, was ugly. The dress was ugly. The CGI monster was ugly. Uh, oh, now was, you have a problem with CGI. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had, I had problem with because when it moves, no, it I was. don't like the top. Yeah, like it when it's like background, it's it's less obvious. But when it's like a creature that's supposed to be yeah, alive yeah yeah it's yeah. it's bad. they, they but, could have just gone yeah. with the costume i think yeah. i don't know why but they... i think but i think for me what what made this movie work for me when i was watching it was because i wasn't going into it as deeply as i was during this episode i didn't watch it as critically i was just enjoying the ride i was yeah. enjoying emma stone's performance because she seemed to have fun with it i like the supporting characters having fun mm-hmm. with it and i like the fashion elements because i do like dim burton and and i, I don't hate <laughs> moulin rouge I... like sofia does yeah and uh 
<laughs> so so I, I actually hope that it was a bit more over the top yeah. because it felt like it was like on the line yeah. and, I, and, and it could have been even more fun. Yeah. But okay. I feel like if, if you start to kind of digest this movie, it gets worse it and worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it falls apart because you start to recognize its flaws more. But while you're watching it, yeah. um, you, you can forget about them because you're, you're like, act, for me, yeah, like I said, the origin was, part is, what is lacking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like i i i wasn't i i didn't remember the i i know the story of the dalmatians original but i don't remember it that well so for me it's just a random story of a person yeah. named corella also named estella apparently uh, so um, <laughs> so like i didn't yeah i didn't like i watched it without I, 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 let's say this i watched it as like a normal person and not a movie person I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it was entertaining. I like, do like how they got the name of her though, the car and stuff. Like yeah. this is the devil, it's the bill. Yeah. Like I I like well, that yeah, that like that yeah. that yeah, that moment was really like cool. But yeah, it's mm, yeah, I I'm 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 thinking about lowering this the score cuz I had it at 4, but now I'm thinking it's like more of a 2.5, but <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I I don't hate it. Let, let's say just I don't hate it as much no. as I hate Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Oh, I okay. actually walked. I walked out of Beauty and the wow, Beast. Wow, a lot of I feelings went, there. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and I came back. And I was like, I missed nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, but you I, came back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I never. I never go to the bathroom during a movie, though. Oh, I always go yeah. before I and after. The I the songs. So. I could hate Emma, so Emma, Emma Watson. Oh God, so many Emmas. Emma Watson singing it, <laughs> which is not the best. Um, I don't like a her. A lot yeah. of a lot of Emmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Emma Emma Watson is the weakest. Yeah. The weakest link by for sure. Aww. For sure. Love, <laughs> she, she she's not a singer. For sure. She is no, also not. She, not she's also very one-dimensional as an actress. I'm sorry, oh, but she has she very is. similar roles. I love her in Bling Bling. I, I, I haven't oh, seen that yeah. one. I still don't. She's so funny. She's Hermione, and that's it. Like I, I haven't liked her in other roles that much. I, I, I like her. I'm so mean. Well, what is okay, let's let's <laughs> dial it down a bit. <laughs> and Sophia, what about you? Do you still hate it? Um, <laughs> you hated less now that you know she didn't wear the dogs. Uh, I I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because it I couldn't root for her if she did that. Yeah. But now that that Corella is just you know I think that's the comparison to Joker mm-hmm. in just that like an outsider that you know climbs it's a very basic it's not it's not just joker but maybe that's the only you know connection that i sense that but since they made cruella into a non-villain yeah i i kind of mm, yeah i still think it's bad but i i reminisced on the best moments Mm -hmm. so thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's just get her already mentioned her rating so Mm -hmm. you want to give it a rating yeah yeah um i'm i think i give it a two okay but it's not too bad Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's just bad yeah (laughs) ghetto yeah it's mm, uh, i would say 
if if you're not like a hardcore movie person, it's a four. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you, <laughs> if, <laughs> It's 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 an okay, enjoyable, entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. After a shit show of a year, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emma Stone is just a, fun to watch. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that can like. What did you think of her accent? I was. Eh, I I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I I don't yeah. I, I didn't consider it British. I didn't consider it American. It was just something no. that was there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I I wasn't I wasn't even focused. I to be completely honest, you said it was set in London. It took me a while to realize this because <laughs> I wasn't kind of like I was a little lost at where where the yeah uh, story was actually at. But um. But as a like, as we discussed here. And when I was like going into the details and the stuff, then it's a two point five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the the optimistic get that in me four stars. <laughs> the uh, critical, Cruella. cynical, the the cruel in me two point five. Oh, wow, <laughs> nice. Uh, for me, I would say like a three point five. Like I mean, a lower three point five. Like you know, like. Mm. Um, on the lower side, but still at three point five. Um, but I like I enjoyed it enough. It had like a it it the, script wise it wasn't the best, mm-hmm. but uh a lot of elements in it worked for me. Okay, in that way. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All of us. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Um. Okay, so um, that's it for our main discussion on Cruella. Then, um, do you guys have any plugs? I do. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, okay I can do a plug. Okay, I, uh, I have a plug. Sophia, uh, go for it. Yes. So, uh, you know Rebecca, Rebecca Sharp. I think yeah. that's her name. Yeah, you know she shared this uh, podcast from The Office. I just finished rewatching The Office, the US version. Uh-huh. She shared this podcast called Office Ladies, uh, which has Jenna Fisher and Angela something. The, the one who plays Angela, she's actually called Angela. Actually, a lot of the characters <laughs> have the same names as the actors, which is something I didn't know. Anyway... They go episode by episode, breaking it down and having guests on the show, like other actors and creators, writers, producers, everything. So it's a really fun podcast uh, to listen to if you are a fan of The Office, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't like The Office. <gasps> <gasps> you don't like The Office? No, I don't. I think they're all meanies and I don't like them. And I oh. hate Michael. I hate Michael. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I, I have a, I have a thing against incompetent people, and he's extremely inco- incompetent. That's the funny part. <laughs> it just irritates. I get. I have that with girls people. and Lena Dunham. So yeah, there's certain kinds of bad people that I can't even find funny. Yeah. But. The office isn't isn't one of them. It's the people in the office it, are. It's right. also because I keep compa- I used to keep comparing it to Parks and Rec and how competent Leslie was. And okay, yeah, they're happen. different. They're completely different <laughs> characters. Because it was yeah. like Michael Short in my head, so I was just like, yeah, 
Stay rose, I hate it. Anyway. Leslie Nope would sell so much more paper. <laughs> she really but he was actually a good salesman. He was it's just was a he, he was just a terrible manager, but he was a good salesman. They show that on the show. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh Getter, do you have any plugs? Uh, yes, so uh, my plug is a little K-pop related. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, this is a YouTube channel called It's Andy and Jazz, and they do like reaction videos and they do like uh, deconstructing uh, videos of like lyrics and stuff. And I find it quite interesting mm. uh, just to see how like the songs are perceived and, and what the meanings are, because Obviously, I don't understand Korean, um, but when I like read the lyrics and stuff, I don't sometimes catch most of the meaning and stuff. So it's mm -hmm. very fun to kind of watch like the 30 minute this deconstruction that goes into the culture and and kind of explores like how these words can be uh, uh, read differently. Like because I think Korean has like if you kind of like twist the word a little bit it can mean like three things at the same time so mm. uh so i kind of like that because it kind of gives you more uh of a background into the thing and i'm 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 fairly certain that will drag sophia into k-pop soon as well because um, you're trying <laughs> i have stopped I mean... posting things on the group guys by the way yeah <laughs> i haven't I'm still going. You keep sending me <laughs> videos and I'm like, oh, it's another K-pop video. Okay. Don't don't think of yourself as special. I send these things to like five people. In I day. know. <laughs> I wish I was special and you didn't get them. <laughs> but like, I I think it's eye-opening mm -hmm. in a sense that it is different, and I feel like as people mm -hmm. of the world <laughs> we what? should uh like like everybody listens to freaking american pop mm -hmm. i'm sorry but like which is crap i don't listen to it that much but like in a sense that i understand it now nick yeah uh so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, I, I, get now, I get it now i get it i feel valid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I really like. I've I haven't seen so much of them, but there are like a few, um, like that seems interesting because I usually the reactors. I like watching um people who know like they are experts in certain fields, and yeah. when they uh deconstruct videos through the lens of that field. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, too. I like that. I, w I wish I had that. Yeah, I, I, I know. Don't, I don't. I so I, I wish I had. That. I appreciate that. So like, I like like dancers reacting, or I like mm -hmm. vocal coaches or editors. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So it's it is. It, I haven't seen theirs too. I don't like. Yeah, I didn't know they did that. That sounds really cool. So, I yeah. So I you can watch. You can watch the last one that I will not mention because Sophia will get mad. But the last <laughs> one is about the video that I sent the other day, ah. which is the, hmm. the yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's uh, like it's so much more interesting than just like any person reacting like fine you can any person can react but like I like it when there is like a viewpoint to it you know yeah. it's not just coming from like a layman so, yeah. um, I mean they speak Korean so that's why yeah. they understand it yeah, so yeah. it's different okay uh, I do have a 
uh, plug. Um, so uh, Sofia Coppola uh, directed this short film for the New York City Ballet. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's how, I don't know, I don't remember. It, it's like, it's a longer video and within the video, the short film is there. Like at the beginning of the video, they have like uh, different ballerinas sort of talking about their experience with the pandemic and stuff. Um, and honestly, like I did skip through most of it to watch the actual <laughs> uh, film. Um, but it is like, it's very beautiful. Um, it has, it's just, uh, I think it had four or five different um, like musical numbers. Um, but it's just like set within the New York City Ballet, whatever, like their auditorium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um, it's just it's I it's it's not something I can describe. I don't have I'm not like I don't have the vocabulary for it. It's just something mm-hmm. that like I found like I was honestly like originally going to talk about that for my interesting movie slash tv thing uh, except like i don't know how much more i can say it's just an experience um it's it's very beautiful uh one of um m- apart from the last uh number it's all in black and white um mm-hmm. and it's just so like stark but at the same time like because of the starkness you can see the movement and these are obviously like like the cream of the crop people right like you they are incredible performers they're mm-hmm. artists so it's just absolutely mesmerizing to watch and the last one the one which is in color is like delightful it's very very cute um uh but and one the third one is like which happens like i guess in their lobby and it's just like um it's a couple and it's mm-hmm. a duet and uh, oh god that one like i actually it actually did make me cry because it was just like it had like from like the architecture it just it felt like it just felt like art you know it just felt like all the elements of art from architecture to choreo- to dance to music to sculpture to fashion because like just the way that her clothes moved um the filmmaking it all of it just came together so beautifully so like i would draw like it's not like it's not anything that you know requires our brains it's just something that we can just observe and feel so it's really really beautiful and like i plug it to everyone yeah okay yeah nice <laughs> okay So yeah, that is my plug. That's it for today. Uh, my name is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter at nickhat underscore z. And I'm Sophia. I blog at Returning Videotapes, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Returning Videotapes. And my name is Ketter. Uh, you can find me on metaray.com and on Twitter at metaray, and on Instagram at Van Gogh's Hideout, and on Letterboxd at metaray. All our episodes are free to download and listen to on our on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Across the Universe Podcast. You can also find them on our blog Across the Universe Podcast.wordpress.com and follow us on Facebook under Facebook.com/slash Across the Universe Podcast. 
feel free to share your own thoughts on Cruella, whether you liked it, hated it, what you thought about the fashion, what she thought about Disney's live action movies in general, on any of mm-hmm. these platforms. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can also send any suggestions to our email across the universe podcast on gmail.com. New episodes go up every other Tuesday, so stay tuned for our next episode, uh, which is actually an episode we've already recorded uh, on I Care A Lot. We talked a lot about it, and we really want to share all of our thoughts on it because that movie was very divisive. Um, so stay tuned for that. And until then, bye. 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 bye.